Welcome back to Sincerely Saved. I have to get used to saying that because I'm very used to saying welcome back to Sincerely Your Mental Health, but we're new and improved. So welcome back to Sincerely Saved. I'm so glad you guys can be here. I'm literally laying in bed right now and this has started the way every podcast starts. No plan, no preference, just vibes, really. Um, I have a few things like on the top of my head that I want to speak about, um, but then I kind of am just like here winging it. So hopefully that's appreciated. Um, first things first, I just want to say that I hope you guys are doing amazing. Did any like significant holidays pass? I hope you all had an amazing Valentine's Day. <laughs> um, I don't know if I think the last podcast I rec- I recorded I. I posted on my birthday it was I think it was the 20 something so if you haven't listened to that one it came out February 3rd that was before I left on my trip um and yeah now I'm back I've been 26 for almost a month I guess we can talk about that a little bit but I did go to Connecticut it all around was um a very it was a good trip. I was happy to be with my family. Um, it wasn't like the most amazing, perfect trip. I feel like every time I leave, I'm just like, okay, I don't want to go back to this place. Listen, the only thing I can be is real. Like every time I'm there, I just feel like something happens that just reminds me to just <laughs> stay in Texas. But other than that, I was happy to see my family. It was a fun time. My birthday was really good. Um, I was glad to spend time with friends at home that I don't get to see and just be surrounded by love. And that's just really all that I have from that. I was not there for a very long time. Um, and now I've been kind of just like back. At, I feel like anytime I go on a trip and I come back, I have to like get myself back into the swing of things. Um, right now I am preparing to do Ramadan, um, which starts on March 10th. I will be fasting for 30 days. Um, I can only eat before the sun goes up and when the sun goes down. So I cannot eat, drink water throughout the day. I won't be listening to music. Um, no cussing. Prayer five times a day. Um, and then obviously, like, being in my word more. I, I really am doing this because I feel as though it is really necessary for me Um in where I am in my journey, like I am very eager to grow stronger in my faith. I feel like I've been slacking. I feel like I have not been focused on reading my word. I have not been praying a lot. Like I've just been really hard on myself about those things. And so I feel as though this is definitely going to be the hardest fast I've ever done. I believe that God has put me through certain seasons in order to lead up to this and prepare me for this. So it won't be my first fast ever. Um, This year I did experience my first fast though last so the end of last year was my first one sorry not this year not the beginning of this year end of last year no uh from thanksgiving to christmas i did a uh, fast of no alcohol and then for the month of december i did no the month of january i did a 21 day fast with my church of social media uh secular music and cussing which i did so bad with cussing i did great with secular music um and then social media was okay with um but this one is definitely a lot more strict um it's a lot more challenging it's going to require a lot more discipline i 
have decided that this week I'm gonna I've failed today because I was out late, late last night but um normally I'm home pretty early so I have been getting up at I got up at 4 30 I tomorrow I'm gonna try and get up at 4 15 to try and take a little bit of an earlier class I'm trying to see what's the best time for me to wake up go to hot works do my workout and then come home and make breakfast um I don't think that I'm going to do like very heavy lifts for the 30 days I believe that I'm just going to focus on doing pilates in the morning pilates or yoga in the sauna maybe get a quick pump there and then coming home and eating breakfast having a full breakfast and then throughout the day I'm just one thing about me I'm a drink early like I have my coffee in the morning I have water throughout the day I have to have like a juice or something and then I'm probably having another coffee throughout the day towards the end of the day and then an energy drink before the gym so like I'm always drinking something so my 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 fear really is the aspect of like I can't even drink water throughout the day um but I think it's going to be very I I know it's going to be very eye-opening for me I know that I'm gonna I literally can just imagine myself I told one of my friends this in my head I was just like I can literally see myself crying already like probably cuddled up in a ball crying hopefully in prayer going to God and just asking for strength but um this really means a lot to me it's my first time doing Ramadan um I've talked about this I, I know I talked about it on my TikTok and I talked about it on my Instagram um no I'm not Muslim but I am very eager to be knowledgeable in other faiths I feel as though and to put it in simplistic terms I feel as though it'll allow me to be a more compassionate human being I believe that it's who God wanted me to be I believe that we are all equal um and although I do believe in God as my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ um I want to be understanding and compassionate towards other um cultures and other religions and so this has just been on my heart for a really long time I've talked about how it's been on my heart to read the Quran to just kind of open myself up to not a you know transition and becoming Muslim but understanding them to just be a more just knowledgeable human being um, and to be able to love others as my brothers and my sisters and um, so yeah that's that I'm glad to be doing Ramadan I um I am scared. I'm not going to lie. Like I'm genuinely have imagined myself crying. And I think the one thing that I've been practicing and allowing myself to grow more comfortable in, I'll be honest, before Ramadan is getting comfortable going to God in anger, in struggle, in sadness, in just like frustration. Like literally today I prayed to God and I was basically like letting him know like I, I know he knows my heart before my words even get to my tongue but like I'm mad at you I'm I'm frustrated I was like I'm angry I'm sad I'm frustrated I'm confused I just don't really know what is going on in my life it's scary I told him I was like I'm scared I'm worried um and I was like I literally remember saying I don't I, I said it out loud I was like I know that the two can't coexist I cannot trust and have faith in you and also be worried at the same time but that's just what it is like I'm scared right now I'm worried I'm stressed out um and that I feel like it was one of the first times that I've ever gone to God in like I, I try and start all my prayers now with and I do very good I think it's been a more definitely more consistent with I before I ask you for anything I want to thank you for everything um and I've gotten used to praying that way but now I'm trying to get comfortable with like Job going to God and everything that I feel because the thing is he already knows how I feel he already sees my heart he sees my words before they get to my tongue so the only thing that he wants is to be able to see your heart but like like, he can already see your heart. He wants you to 
to give that to him as well like it's just like an interesting understanding of like he sees your heart no matter what he sees your words before they reach your tongue he sees everything he knows you for everything as you are but he still wants you to say i let you in and like be open to that because even though he can do it regardless there's a difference when you allow him in and you give your life to him and you say this is how i'm feeling i'm telling you i'm coming to you with my anger i'm coming to you with my frustration like i'm not just coming to you when things are good but i'm coming when they're bad i'm letting you know that i'm mad at you because you you already know it even if i didn't say it out loud and i'm just thinking it or i'm just feeling it you know it and so trusting and opening up and giving showing my heart to you willingly makes all the difference and that's what i'm getting comfortable with telling god exactly how i'm feeling even though he knows it to show him like i trust you with these emotions and i know that i can be 100 percent myself with you and you still love me and accept me and i think that that's also a practice that's important for us to go through because we need to know and be reminded that no matter how we're feeling god still loves us and he accepts us and he just wants us to go to him and to trust him so that's something that i've been getting more comfortable with is just praying and frustration and i feel as though it's doing that because I know during these next 30 days, I'm going to struggle. I'm going to be emotional. I'm going to want to eat. I'm going to want to drink something. I'm going to like, it's going to be very hard. Um, but ultimately, two things that are very important to me with this growing in my faith. Sorry, more than two things growing in my faith, growing just in myself, the discipline, um, but also not putting on the flesh and not trying to identify, but also trying to gain a bigger compassion and understanding of how people actually do live day to day people that are actually struggling to have food people who actually struggle to have all the things that i'm so grateful for that sometimes i feel entitled to and i have to thank god for and make time make more time to thank god for because i am so used to being with these things that i don't know what it's like to be without and so i know that i'm going to struggle excuse me it's cough <coughs> yeah so i know i'm going to have a hard time but I want to grow as a human being with the the compassion towards people who actually live in these situations all the time. Um, and I feel like I will never be able to understand completely at all. I'll never be able to identify. Um, but it's just like growing as a human being. I feel like I really want, like, I, I just, it, it's meant for me to experience this and to do this fast. Um, and so, like, I was watching a video today about Cuba, which just really hit home for me and it was like really hard to listen to because I'm I'm Cuban my grandma was born and raised in Cuba my grandfather was born and raised in Cuba uh, my aunt my uncles they my grandma and my grandpa came here right before my dad was born um, but just to hear that they don't it's not that like they can work harder and make more money to afford things that they need they just don't have things that they need like it's hard to find things that babies need diapers cream like food formula it's very very hard to find those things in Cuba and the fact that they are lacking things that are so available to us here, it absolutely breaks my heart. And again, it's not that I'm going to do Ramadan and I'm, I'm going to be able to identify or feel or relate to them in any sense. Um, but it's just that sense of like not being so naive to the fact that there are actually people living like that. And even though I'm going to be in a moment of struggle that, thank God, at the end of my day is going to end. I'm going to be able to eat. I'm going to be able to you know drink clean water. I'm going to be able to do all those things. If I can, if I am going to be able to get that at the end of my day, I will be able to suffice through the middle of my day and be able to pray. And actually, that gives me more reason to sit there and thank God for the life that I live and to cut out more time in my faith. Because I feel, honestly, I feel like I get mad at myself and I feel selfish for the fact that I wake up every day thinking that I'm entitled to breath and a roof over my head and food on the table. All these things that I don't sit here and thank God for because I'm so used to having them that I I 
make myself feel as I'm entitled. Like when I'm praying in the morning and I'm writing down my prayers, sometimes I even have the thought where I'm just like, okay, do I really want to write down every single thing, the roof of my body? Yeah, I'm going to do that. And even if I don't write it down, I'm going to think it, I'm going to say it, and I need to get more comfortable in being grateful for literally the little things that I feel so entitled to just because it's here and I'm so used to having it. Um, So yeah, a little off topic, but that's just a really a few reasons why I'm just really excited to do it um this kind of got I didn't think I was going to talk about this but so be it that's just one of the bigger things I'm doing so yeah I am trying to prepare myself um I'm probably going to get up tomorrow at like 4 4 15 ish go do Pilates and then come home make breakfast and I'm just trying to get my body used to it because I'm literally crashing by like 11 if I wake up at 4 and I'm also trying to not drink coffee first thing in the morning. So this is help getting up that early, going to get my workout in and stuff like that. It's allowing me to like drink my water with my creatine, get my workout in, not be on social media first thing in the morning, you know, do my prayer, do my journaling, do my Bible study, and then, you know, go to bed or take a little nap, which hopefully eventually I get to the point where I don't have to do that. But doing all that and then having a cup of coffee at like 11 12 is crazy because i'm like wow i've already accomplished a whole day before i'm having a cup of coffee so i'm not having like all this anxiety and and whatnot so i tried to time myself so monday i went at four got up at four went to pilates and then got home and i literally finished eating like my last bite of food right before or right after seven it was like 705 or something like that and the sun had came up and i'm like fudge i'm gonna have to get up earlier because I need to make sure that I'm completely done with eating and drinking um, by the time the sun comes up. So it was also nice to see the sunrise in the morning. Like I felt so lazy that day. It's funny because I was laughing with my friend Thomas. He called me and he was like, you're okay. I love my friends and the way that each one talks to me is very different. So like he's not trying to be an asshole or whatever. Even when I said this back to him, he's like, I wasn't trying to be rude to you. And I'm like, I know. Um, But he wakes up faithfully every day. I mean, he's probably at the gym by five, by six and he's just someone who I know is insanely disciplined and it just shows in his lifestyle it shows in his success like I really do look up to him but I I crack jokes with him all the time because I struggle to wake up early and the other day I was on the phone with him and he was basically told me he's like you need to get up earlier like that's some lazy ass shit waking up in the middle of the afternoon I'm like okay fine I'm lazy so on Monday or Sunday night he had called me and I was like I need to go to bed I have to hang up the phone like have a good night because I have to wake up at four in the morning because you called me a lazy fuck sorry excuse my language he's like I didn't call you that but um it really is nice to have friends who it's like not like even friendly competition but just the way that they live inspires you to want it to live differently but seeing him get up at like five in the morning and accomplish everything that he accomplishes and just like take on his day it was it's very inspiring um he's actually moving here so i told him like i need to mentally prepare myself before you move here to like be waking up early to go to the gym and stuff um but it's just nice to have people around you who live in a way that you want to be able to live um, or that you can live and inspire to want to do that. So yeah, getting up early, I really want it to be a thing past Ramadan, but I'm trying to get my body, my doing it now to get my body prepared for Ramadan, do it during, and then hopefully it is a habit after. I don't know if it's going to be 4 a.m., but you know, before the sun rises, at least, at least like five or six, I can do five or six, maybe six, six is good. Um, but yeah, I won't be doing any heavy lifts. I say that, but maybe like once in a while at nighttime, I also kind of want to try and avoid going to my gym because I don't want to listen. I'm not listening to music, um, throughout the day. 
so I don't want to put myself in a position where well I guess when I get to the gym it would be like sundown so I can listen to music and stuff um so I'm really that made no sense at all but I'm trying to go to like wake up early so I don't want to go to the gym at like late at night and then go home and not be able to go to bed early like you know what I'm saying so I just want to get my workout done in the morning um I am nervous about losing weight I'm not gonna lie (sighs) if there's anything that you guys are like eating or drinking that's like super high in protein in the morning or at night that like you would recommend let me know because I'm a snacker throughout the day as well so I'm kind of nervous because I've been putting on weight and it's I've really been loving it so this is gonna stress me out a little bit but it's okay Uh, I'm also trying to do more functional training right now so hopefully I'll be able to just continue to build muscle um, and won't lose too much weight within the 30 days I definitely I mean let me not say that because I was gonna say like I definitely won't be gaining weight but let me not put that into the air because maybe I will you know maybe my body will just be like love the rest and the different type of styles of training like Pilates and functional training and running and stuff yeah that'll be fun sorry I didn't mean to talk about this for so long but if you uh have been wanting to fast lately and you want to try like I think this is a really big one to get into the first time so I also just encourage you you don't there doesn't have to be like a big thing like that like Ramadan to just be like oh I want to fast you can choose to fast whenever you want and I think that it's just an amazing thing to do whether you're trying to grow in your faith or you're just trying to grow as a person in general um and when I think of fasting I think of cutting something in my life that I'm very dependent on especially when I just chose to do my fast um like I wasn't like an alcoholic or anything my first fast but I was a, a social drinker so it's like anytime I go yeah I get a drink or I'm like and when I start to drink like I'm like yeah like I don't so I'm like either tipsy or I'm drunk um and so I just wanted to step away from that and after that fast honestly I don't I really don't I don't I don't drink like that which is crazy not crazy but it's just it's just it's just interesting how seeing how you are without something for a little bit and not to say that I've never got drunk again after that or never drank um but I anytime I did I was just like I kind of hate this um so I definitely recommend trying to fast and from something that you feel as though I mean I guess in a sense something that you're worshiping like if there's something that's bringing you away from bettering bettering yourself or bettering your relationship with God essentially you're worshiping that over God or yourself you know whatever your beliefs are um and so those are the things that you should try and take yourself away from it's social media. Maybe you say, okay, 30 days, I'm clean. I'm not on anything. Maybe it's Instagram. Maybe it's TikTok. Uh, maybe for, you know, you want to fast it for a certain amount of time. I don't want to go on Instagram or TikTok or social media for the first five hours of my day and blah, blah, blah. Um, there's just a million different ways to do it. And there's a different ways to start and to ease your way into it. I just definitely highly recommend it because it'll definitely teach you something about yourself. Um you know me I'm always trying to learn something about myself for sure so yeah I swear I'll be like going off and then I just blank nothing um what's something else that I want to talk about I literally was going to go right in this question just popped into my head as someone asking me how do you differentiate God's voice and it, it just this is how my brain works it just popped into my head and I'm like okay cool I could talk about that but it's so far off from what I was just talking about I feel like that I'm like, Sienna, please. Um, but I guess not so much. Okay, let me relate it in this fact if I am going to talk about that, right? Because when it come, came to fasting, I feel as though God put it on my heart to do that. And when I was saying to wrap, to, to preface and to wrap this all back around to what I was talking about of praying to God in 
you know, anger and frustration and not just moments of like happiness and peace and blah, blah, blah and stuff like that. Um, a big thing that does come with talking to God is his response to you and knowing his voice when he's talking back. So like, this is also something that I've been trying to get better at. And I was studying it today for my Bible study was how I can hear God's voice. Um, let me pull up a Bible verse. Give me one second. Sorry, I had to open my Bible. Um, but I was reading first Samuel three the other day, and then I reread it today. Um, and just to preface this story in the Bible, before this moment, Samuel had never heard God's voice before. Um, and so I just wanted to say that before I read this. So I'm in first Samuel chapter three. Now the boy Samuel was ministering to the Lord before Eli and word from the Lord was rare in those days. Visions were infrequent. It happened at that time Eli was lying down in his place and the lamp of God had not gone out yet. And Samuel was lying down in the temple of God where the ark of God was that the Lord called Samuel and said, here I am. Then he ran to Eli and said, here I am for you called me. But he said, I did not call. Lie down again. So they went and laid down. The Lord called yet again, Samuel. So Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, here I am for you called me. But he answered, I did not call you, my son. Lie down again. Now Samuel, Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor had the word of the Lord been revealed to him yet. So he never has heard his voice. He's getting, he keeps hearing calls and he's like, okay, that got to be my boy Eli. Cause like ain't nobody else here for real. But Eli keeps telling him like, that's not me. Go lay down. So he keeps hearing the same voice, but he keeps mistaking it for Eli. He's never heard God's voice before. Mind you, also noted, Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was. Like this was like, like he was literally at the feet of God. Um, so let me continue. So the Lord called Samuel again for the third time and he arose and went to Eli and said, here I am for you called me. Then Eli discerned that the Lord was calling the boy. And Eli said to Samuel, go lie down and it shall be if he calls you that you shall say, speak Lord for your servant is listening. Samuel so Samuel went and lay down in his place. Then the Lord came and stood and called as the other times, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, speak for your servant is listening. And the Lord said to Samuel, behold, I am about to do a thing in Israel at which both ears of everyone who hears it will tingle. The main part of this that like really, really stuck, sticks out to me is one, obviously he keeps hearing his name being called and then thinking it's Eli because he thinks that he's the only one in the room. God is always in the room. Okay. Period. Per. So he keeps thinking that it's Eli and Eli keeps telling him like, it's not you. Finally, I mean, it's not me. Finally, Eli tells him, it is God. And when he speaks and you hear it, ask him if it's him. If you hear a voice and you want to know if it's him, ask him if it's him. Ask him to speak to you. Um, so Samuel says, oh, wait, where am I? Oh, yeah. Speak for I am your servant is listening. When he calls me again, he says, Samuel, Samuel, and he said, speak. So this just reminds me of times where when I want to know God's voice, one, if I want to know, if I want to hear God's voice, I need to be at the ark of God like Samuel was. I need to be at his feet. I need to open myself up to him and say to him, like, Lord, speak to me. Otherwise, if I'm not in, if I'm not fully in your presence, then I'm not going to be able to hear his voice. I'm going to mistake it for the enemy. I'm going to mistake it for the voices in my head because I am not being with him in silence. I am not clearing everything else out in order to be attentive to his voice in order to know if that is his voice that's the first thing the second thing is well i already said he's always in the room um 
Samuel literally said to him when he calls him, he says, Samuel, Samuel, and he goes, like, speak, I am your servant, I am listening. And God speaks back to him and tells him what he's going to do. This just reminds me in moments where I'm, okay, I hear something and I'm like, okay, is that God? It reminds me to pray on it. When I ask God to hear his voice or when I'm asking God for something and then he speaks, if I want to know if that is coming from God, I literally can just ask him. Like, God, if that is you, if that was your voice, please reassure me. Please give me clarity. Please give me guidance. Was that you, God? Sometimes we make it so, like, difficult like we it's we make the relationship with god harder for ourselves because we think that he wants us to speak a certain way sound a certain way ask for things a certain way like what did i say earlier he already knows you he knows your heart so he just wants you to be open with him like he just wants you to be real with him because again he already knows you so sometimes we make it so difficult because we're just like okay i can't talk to him like this i can't ask him like i think that this is from him but like i don't want to question him no like he already knows what you're thinking girl so you might as well just get on and ask him and this is like me talking to myself as well because there's so many things that I will, will be in my head and I'm just like, okay, is that the devil? Is that me? Am I self-sabotaging right now? Or is that God? And I have to remind myself, Savannah, pray about it. Ask God. Ask him. When you ask, you shall receive. He is always going to talk back to you. But if you don't know his voice and you don't create the space in order to just sit and be with him, you're not going to be able to be attentive towards God. And that's another thing that you can pray for is an attentive ear towards God, the ability to be able to hear his voice, the ability to be able to hear his words and to understand the way the ways in which he speaks to you. Um, and again, a lot of times we think that we need to pray a certain way for like he literally can see your heart. You can just be. You want to hear you want to hear something? I'm about to pray right now. Did you hear me? No. Did Jesus hear me? Yes. And the crazy thing is, is all I literally said in my heart is like, Jesus, please see my heart. Please see my heart, God. I don't need to pray this giant prayer all the time. Like, of course, it is amazing to be more fluent and affluent in your prayers, to be able to use certain words, to just language, to be able to just thank him for a million and one things because there's so many things to thank him for and just to pray in a certain way and to talk out loud and blah, blah, blah. But sometimes you just need to pray in your head. Sometimes you just need to let him see your heart. Sometimes you just need to be still. He asks you that. It's written, like, be, please be still. Just let him see you for a second. Sometimes we keep ourselves so busy, our minds just running so much that we're not just still. We're afraid to be just still because we don't want God to see us in the light that we see ourselves. But he sees you and he loves you and he accepts you no matter what. You're the only one that's being that hard on yourself. You're the only one questioning your worth. Like he does not ever look at you and think if you're good enough for your your answers to be your prayers to be answered. He does not sit there and and contemplate or dance around the thought if you're you know doing enough to be loved by him. You already have that for life. Um, and so yeah, differentiating God's voice, like how to know if something is God's voice. I always say like God leads with love, but not all the time is that going to look like beautiful rainbows and butterflies. And is it always going to look like what you want? Um, but it's always going to be something that's leading you to a better version of yourself um, or to a better situation, even if in the moment it doesn't sound fun or great. Um, John 10.10 says the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. And I came so that they may have life and have it abundantly. Um, 
so anytime that something is coming from the devil i just know like he's coming to steal my happiness like attempt to steal my happiness he's coming to attempt to steal my joy um and if i'm having thoughts dancing around things that make me feel that way then i know that it's not from god um i know that god is placing abundant thoughts in my life god is placing situations people relationships in my life that are going to make me more abundant and happy and feel peace um so that's another way to know god's voice again like john 16 33 says i have um said these things to you that in you uh in me you may have peace so i when i speak to you i say things to you so that in me you have peace i bring you joy um when i speak to you i bring you a sound mind um and so anything opposite of that or opposed to that is just not from god a lot of times we definitely give the devil way too much credit um and so i say that to say that again not all of god's words are going to feel good um and sometimes that's, I think, when we don't know if it's God or not because it's not what we want to hear. But sometimes, again, we give the devil way too much credit. Sometimes it really is God's voice and it's not what we want to hear. It's not what we want to do. It's not how we want to approach a situation, but it's the way that God wants us to do it. And essentially, that's going to lead us to our fruit, you know, like that's going to lead us where we where we need to be, um, even if it's not the decision that you want to make. So that's it, it definitely like I will not lie like there are some times where I really do struggle with knowing God's voice um and I need to get better at sitting and praying about certain things um because I think that a lot of times like me I don't I don't think my main thought is like is that the devil or God it's like is that just my me in my head or is that God um and that's just that's just that so yeah those were those were fun to talk about <laughs> I swear I'll just go on and on and on and then when I finish talking, I just feel like I just blacked out. But I'm honestly very tired right now, so I'm going to get ready for bed. But I'm just grateful that I got to spend time with you guys. Let's talk about some things that I'm getting ready for, some things that I'm learning. Um, yeah, wish me luck for Ramadan. This is going to be a fun experience. Wish me luck for waking up at 4 in the morning. But also just a reminder to you, and this is just on my heart, and so I just want to say it. I don't know who needs to hear this that's listening, but you're so loved as you are, and you're so capable of accomplishing the things that you want for yourself. But it all starts with you, and it all starts with the discipline and the willingness to lift yourself up the way that others just probably won't around you. And it really does start with believing in yourself and believing in a better life for yourself believing in building healthier habits for yourself. I'm actually reading Atomic Habits right now and something that I just have struggled with in general is creating healthy habits. Um, I just want to remind you that it's possible and that no one's going to push you the way that you push you. It's not, I wish I can say that it's all soft and butterflies and dandiness of getting better, but a lot of times it's very, very hard. It's, you know, pushing against the alarm, not hitting snooze, actually getting yourself out of bed and showing yourself and proving to yourself that you can do it. And after doing it a few times, it just becomes a routine and it becomes your identity to be the version of yourself that you want to be. So I just want to encourage you to, you know, if there's something that you're not liking about your life, create a new identity and a new idea around it so that you can be better. And that can be the new version of you rather than the person that you know yourself to be right now. Um, But other than that, I just want to pray over you so let's bow our heads father god before i ask you for anything i want to thank you for everything i want to thank you for the person on the other side of this screen right now father god that's tuned in to listen to my voice i just want to pray that you continue to bless them father god pray that you continue to keep them safe i pray that you bless them with a sound mind father god you are the prince of peace and i pray that you are in their presence whenever they're listening to this father god i pray that you keep your hand on their heart I pray you keep them in good health and in good spirits, Father God. I pray that you 
bless them with the re your reassurance with your presence and with um just your spirit father god and remind them that they are loved remind them that they're doing amazing remind them that they're exactly where they need to be father god i pray that you reassure them and remind them and show them that everywhere that they are you are with them father god i pray that they give their life to you i pray that they are just overwhelmed with comfort right now and knowing that they can come to you as they are and how they're feeling and that you love them and accept them father god i just want to thank you for being everything that you are i want to thank you for showing up in rooms that we don't even know that you're in father god i want to thank you for continuing to show up and loving us and accepting us and guiding us even despite the mistakes and the things that we um, have done father god and i want to thank you for dying a death that we were supposed to die in order to forgive us for our sins and for order us order for us to live a more compassionate and loving life father god and i just pray that you continue to remind us and reassure us why we're here father god i want to thank you again for everyone that's on the other side of this that's listening um for being here for making space for my voice for giving me a voice father god um amen to that but as a continued thought seriously thank you so much for being here thank you so much for listening to me thank you so much for making space for me um i know i say it on every podcast and i think i'll say it until the end of my days on this podcast no matter how you know big i get because i know it will happen for me one day um i just i i just want to flow with gratitude like I want to be f so full of gratitude and appreciation towards everyone whether it's I remember when my podcast would get like 50 listens and now that I get like over 500 listens per episode um you know that might not be a lot to everyone else but it is a lot to me and even when it was 50 it was a lot to me because it just meant that I was of value to someone else and just knowing that you make space for me and that you get anything from my voice it really does mean the world to me um and so I just pray that you continue to be here and I pray that you get something from this that you needed. And I pray that God use me to speak to someone today. Um, but again, thank you guys so much for listening. I love you so bad. And I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.